Travel is one of life's pleasures. So is food. However, what is one to do when both of these converge together while you are working on, let's say, some nutrition goals? Well, that's what today's episode's about. I'm going to be sharing some ways that you can stay on track with your nutrition during travel without compromising on all the fun. Let's get right into it. Welcome to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. This podcast is for athletes of all levels who want to level up their nutrition to level up their game. Join me as I explore the world of nutrition, health, and performance. Each week, I dive into a new topic to help expand your knowledge, separate truth from myth, and change your perspective so you can start winning the right way and reach your peak potential. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian nutrition coach. Let's go. Welcome back to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian and nutritionist. And as I said, today we're talking travel, we're talking travel nutrition, we're talking how to do travel nutrition without missing out or without unnecessary restriction, okay? Because the fact of the matter is when we travel, our food game changes and we are likely also to be wanting to complement our literal adventures with some culinary adventures as well. However, this does not mean you need to fall completely off track, nor does it mean you can't enjoy your holiday and all the foods that come with it. As a fellow travel enthusiast and a long-standing food lover, I have a bit of a know-how and experience with this tango myself. Plus, given that I am going to be, by the time this podcast release is going to be a day later, that I'm going to be jetting off to Japan for my long-awaited trip, this episode seems fitting, and I want to help other fellow travelers get a bit of a handle over their nutrition, maybe reduce some stress, create some clarity and some direction so you don't have to feel like it's one or the other. There is a bit of a a balance you can achieve and I hope this episode basically helps you out with that. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. So why is travel, let's first start with like just going through why travel nutrition is overwhelming and a bit tricky for a lot of people. The reality is because there's so many different foods that you may be eating, different temptations for lack of a better word, you may feel like either what's the point of trying because your diet's going to either be way off what you're trying to do or you feel like it is going to be like that at least. Or it's going to be the case of the diet's just going to be so different that you lose that sense of control, that sense of awareness around your nutrition, that sense of habit and direction, and it just feels like, well, there's no point even trying because it's completely different to what I'm usually used to. You know, what is what am I to do? And there is some there is some uh, truth to this. You know, at the end of the day, I do get it. From a human level, this is just normal. It's that that change of pace, that change of options, that change of circumstance that really makes it a bit more tricky. So keep in mind that the caveat with this episode is, and I'm not saying that you should be completely on track. Your diet shouldn't change at all. There's no excuses. Nothing like that. It's just about kind of some tips and tricks, some ways that you can look at it differently. So you can at least kind of manage your overall diet to some degree without having a full blowout and then feeling you know bad about it. Although you should never feel um, guilty because guilt just causes more negativity, which causes more issues with your diet rather than just kind of learning from the experience, as I like to say. But yeah, that's kind of the difficulties with travel nutrition in a nutshell. Now, you may be then asking, you know, should I put my goals on pause? 
You know, should I just wait it out? The truth is that you probably, you can, because so there's two ways to look at it. You can, and it will be still fine, provided that you're doing it intently and you're not going to kind of come back from it and feel guilty and then cause more and more, more misdirection or just take longer to get back on track. But also you don't have to necessarily put a complete pause. You may just want to put a slowdown on, on the experience. So for example, uh, I was recently changing gyms. This is kind of a bit of an analogy you can use. I was recently uh, going to be changing gyms. And I asked them, you know, do you have uh, do you have something where I can put something on pause just before I decide, you know, what's actually happening, you know, with with the, with the change and stuff. And they said there is an option where you can pay a lot less and still and still maintain your membership. You know, pay less, you still got the membership, but it's you know you're not paying as much and you can't use that as as you would normally. So in that same sense, you know, your diet doesn't have to be on complete pause. It can just be where you got some pillars and parameters in place to keep it gliding along the general path, but it's not going to necessarily be the clear, straight highway road that's going to get you to your destination if you keep doing it that way. Because obviously, a holiday is not there to be dieting. A holiday is there to be enjoying experiences with those you know and love or just new experiences from culinary point of view or literal, you know, cultural point of view and exploring the world and that sort of stuff. So there's, there's different ways of doing it. I'll let you choose. At the end of the day, this is podcast is about guidance and giving you insights, not about uh, advice to you, okay? Because I don't know your situation or you. But to answer your question, should you put your goals on pause? You can or you didn't have to. You just slow it down. But you don't have to be full on into the goal or full on off the goal. That's not the only two options you have. Hope that helps, okay? <laughs> so then now with those two things discussed, let's actually get into the the bulk of what I wanted to talk about today. Let's talk about the tips on how to stay on track while traveling and still enjoying all the yummy foods because that's why you clicked this podcast because you wanted that insight. Okay, so the first thing I want to share is what I call the free by free rule. It's been used in other capacities outside of travel nutrition. I've heard it used before, but I'm going to use it in the sense of travel nutrition. The free by free just means that aim for about three main meals and three small snack times. You do that and therefore you avoid constant grazing, you avoid overeating potentially, and you keep it at least to some strategic level. It doesn't matter even if you end up over, you know, eating heaps on any of those meals, at least you're giving yourself the benefit of the doubt, go, okay, I'll have three main meals and up to three snacks. The snacks can be optional, of course, you don't have to have up to three, but it's just a it's just a threshold. Okay, so or I guess I should say the capacity, the quota, up to three mains, up to three snacks free by free rule, you get the point. If you do that, let's say you have some breakfast, uh, maybe even depending where you're traveling and what you're doing, maybe you could even buy some supplies and just have a very basic breakfast. And then for lunch, you go out and enjoy something, dinner, same thing. And then for snacks, you might maybe pick up something that's that's different. So for example, I'll, I'll use the context of my Japan trip and how I would go about it. So the free by free rule was like, you know, maybe I'll go and get like some kind of fun Japanese style breakfast that's, you know, really, um, really culturally uh what's the word basically it's kind of saying that where it's very like japanese so to speak where culturally that's saying that they would eat let's say i want to try that out lunch will be the same thing and let's say dinner will be the same thing and let's say we try something different for each of those you know let's say we try uh fluffy pancakes for for breakfast let's say for lunch we go to a ramen place or let's say for dinner we go to a yakisoba place or whatever it may be and then for snacks it could be i'm going to be trying all the different Awesome, fun convenience uh, convenience store foods you can get in Japan. So maybe I'll get something you know something small but fun for morning tea. Same for afternoon tea, same different. And then maybe I'll have some kind of dessert for after dinner or some kind of other snack. 
And then that's it. That's, that's my free meals, free snacks. And I, I could even cut some of those snacks off and I'll still be okay. That's kind of how it could look in, in the context of a practical sense. So I hope that helps. That's, that, that's, that's my number one thing I want to share today. The second thing, the second tip that I have is walk to places where possible. Travel is just a prime opportunity to be walking more, exploring, seeing things that you otherwise wouldn't be seeing if you were driving or just taking public transport. Just walk where you can. Obviously, I'm not saying walk everywhere and just destroy your feet all day. But where possible, if there's somewhere we can walk and explore, use this opportunity. Because I've found so many times, I'm a big, I'm a big eater, okay? Let's be honest. But a lot of my travels are very walk heavy. And because of that, I've always balanced my weight over those travels where I haven't, even if I've gained weight, I haven't gained that much comparably to how much I was eating because I was walking so much. Walk more, use opportunities where you can walk, and trust me, you will find that it will balance out. Because the name of the game during travel is not necessarily to be losing weight, for example, if you're trying to lose weight, or gaining weight if you're trying to gain weight, although that could be very easily done. It's about at least maintaining. If you can maintain more or less within a certain percentage of either side throughout your trip and get back to normal when you get back, you're pretty much good to go. It's kind of the same thing that works when it's Christmas time. And I would say, if you can at least maintain, you're still progressing, you're still winning because you have gone away from the status quo, which is to completely go off the rails. So walk where you can to get yourself in a position that keeps you in a steady pace. And the next thing I want to share, the third tip is stay hydrated throughout the day. If you are dehydrated, not only is it a health risk and you may not enjoy your, your time as much, that's, you know, that's an obvious one. But if you're dehydrated or not hydrating yourself well enough, you might actually find yourself feeling more peckish, feeling more hungry, feeling more snacky, feeling more cravy than you otherwise would. And therefore, that will actually make you potentially eat more than you otherwise need to be eating while still, you know, it doesn't necessarily impact your enjoyment of the, of the experience. Because remember, if you're trying to do like a free by free rule, that still allows you to have whatever you want. But if you're dehydrated and you end up having a four by five rule, a five by six rule, a seven by three, whatever it may be, then you end up having more than you otherwise need to. And that's when things can go away. Just because you didn't maintain your hydration, which is saying that should be perfectly normal and easy to do. So make sure you stay hydrated throughout the day, drink your water, make sure you do that. Trust me, it will help. And the final tip that I want to share with you is a bit of a different one is at the end of the day, my tip is to not worry. Remember, experience first. Don't stress yourself. No matter what happens, if you can walk away from your trip and say, I enjoy that trip. I love that trip. I've made memories on that trip. I had a great experience. You will be fine. There's only so much you can gain in whatever, two weeks, three weeks, maybe four weeks, however long your trip is on standard. There's only so much you can potentially derail yourself. And if let's say, because this is usually applies to people who are trying to lose weight, they worry. So let's just use that as an example. There's only so much weight that you will gain from that trip that you can't lose later. Trust me, you'll, you'll be fine. Even if you don't put these tips in practice, even if the things just become just a glorified food fest, whatever it may be, you'll be okay. As long as experience first was achieved and you were happy with what your trip had, you know, what happened, you'll be fine. You'll bounce back. You will get back on track. You will learn from this. You don't need to feel guilty. You'll be fine. That's my last tip I want to share with you because too many people stress about things and then they just ruin the fact that they're actually traveling in the first place. Enjoy and you'll be fine, okay? 
And I get it. You know, you might be thinking, yes, but I'm struggling with weight so long. Thing is that if you're struggling with, with your weight for so long and, and you can't enjoy a trip because of this, you've got things that need to be fixed. Okay. And if that's the case, come and see me. Okay. Go to, scroll down, go to the description notes, find my email or find my Instagram and message me. Let's start talking about how I can help you working together. But if that's not the case, just understand it's going to be fine. Just enjoy. Maybe put some of these tips in, in practice because they will help you and go from there. And feel free to let me know how your trip went. I always like travel stories. So yeah. So yeah, I hope this has helped. I hope this episode has helped you, give you some insights some perspective. And yeah, if you got a trip coming up, safe travels. Hope you have a great trip. And I shall see you after I get back from Japan. Talk soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast so you can stay up to date whenever I drop an episode. And of course, if you enjoyed today's podcast, remember to go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. You can also find me on socials where I regularly post valuable sports nutrition content to help you elevate your sports game, elevate your nutrition game, and reach your peak potential. Simply search for The Climbing Dietitian and be sure to click follow. Until next time, stay safe and stay